0: Let's just remember what we've been learning about today. It's been great to hear from our kids' characters, who are a feature of life at Christchurch, about all the amazing things that verse means: that a seed falls to the ground, but then it will die, but then it will bring forth lots of other seeds. Flora told us all about how when you plant a seed, it dies, it's buried. But odd if it grows a plant that brings lots of seeds. That's actually how life works. And Flora was telling us that's what happened when Jesus died. He was putting people who were in trouble right with God. And millions, billions of people since he uh, died and came back to life have discovered that. Because he's alive again, he can offer that rightness with God to anybody who wants it. A rightness with God that is eternal, that lasts even beyond when we die. It's important to know then whether Jesus really did rise from the dead. Did a living plant grow out of that planted seed? And the evidence we discovered with cases that he did. Not just the evidence of what happened at the time, but as Zoe showed us, the evidence of this amazing movement unfolding all over the world, even today, thousands of years later. I'm not much of a scientist, but I've got a good friend who is a cosmologist, which is um, exciting, and he um, does research into the Big Bang Theory. And in very simple ways, that basically says, given that the universe exists today, and it's still expanding, and it's huge, and it's glorious, but we want to know how it started, we keep going back and back and back and back and back to see if we can find out what happened that the universe then exploded into this now if you're of a scientific mindset i can say you can think about the story of easter in the same way whatever happened on that first easter sunday morning it gave birth to the biggest sociological movement that has ever existed now note Up to this point, Jesus was a traveling preacher in the backwater of the world with a tiny number of uneducated disciples. There have been hundreds, thousands, millions of people like that who never had any impact on the world. Jesus never went to university. He never led in battle. He never wrote a book. But his life and death have somehow exploded into that over a third of the world's population will be worshipping him today. In every type of culture there is in the world. So what did happen on that first Easter Sunday morning that led to that? Well, you can make up your own mind, but we've been discovering what Jesus' view was from before he died. He said a seed is planted in the ground and so it will bear lots and lots of other seeds. His death and his new life will lead, he said, to this ever-expanding community of people who have come to know God. In the face of these dark days, we need hope, don't we? The hope to know that there's someone who has faced and beaten death, that's probably more important to most of us living today than it has ever been. And so I want to ask you, is it your time to come and trust him? All that means is to ask for help from him, the one who died, who was buried in the ground, and who came back to life, and whose plant is still growing all over the world today. The ap- you can too can be an apple that grows on the amazing plant of Jesus resurrected life. Jesus has done everything needed for you to have that thing called eternal life. And in these days when death hangs over us all, the truth that one person did rise from the dead, who's offering the benefit of that, his new life to anyone who asks for his help, is amazing. But after the verse we've been looking at today, Jesus says this, anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. So if you love your life, you'll lose it. If you hate your life, you'll keep it. What's that about? Sounds harsh. But what he's saying is the life living now that you have now before you know Jesus, if you trust in him for that this new life, that life will die. You need to hit that old life in order to get this eternal life. That Jesus is offering. Let's explain it like this. At this moment in time we know there's a group of people working incredibly hard putting themselves at risk so that someday we can get out of this pandemic. So we can enter our world again open our doors and be outside. We clap them every Thursday evening those people because we know it's their work. They're brave people dealing with the COVID crisis on our behalf. They're our substitutes. They're able to do the job. That's like a wonderful picture of Jesus. He is our substitute when he dies. He's able to step in and do what we can't do to make us right with God, to defeat death. Someday the people protecting us from this epidemic, someday their work will be over. This time will pass and we will be able to go back outside again to enjoy that new life. We could have been, I guess, in isolation for a long time by the time that happens. And so we might begin to say, oh, no, no, I like the parts of this life. I'm used to them now. I'm used to not seeing anybody. I'm used to technical rather than physical contact, quite enjoying having no responsibilities. What I want is the best bits of life inside and the best bits of life outside. But the truth is, you can't do both. You can't be inside and outside at the same time. If you want to save that old life in the inside world, and you can choose that if you like, but you'll never experience the outside world. No, we're gonna have to learn again because of the work of these people who work to save us and make this new world for us. We're gonna have to learn to say, I leave behind that old indoor life and I'm going out in to explore the real world again. See, what this passage is talking about is something we understand at the moment. People outside of us are doing the hard work so we can get that outside life. But if one day we're gonna get that outside life, and the benefit of that, we're gonna have to put aside our inside isolated life. Well, Jesus is saying the same thing. Anyone who wants to keep the life they have at the moment They can't trust Jesus to get this eternal life he's offering. You can't stay inside and go outside at the same time. And so Jesus says, if you love this life so much, you won't let it go in order to trust in Jesus. You'll lose it in the end. You can't keep it. But if you're ready to give up this life now as it is. Well, you'll end up keeping your life for eternal life because you've trusted Jesus. It's a situation we understand. He has done all the work so that you can get the benefit of this new life. But you can't stay inside and go outside at the same time. And that's a decision you take. If you want to keep your life without Jesus, well, you can try, but you'll lose it in the end. If you're willing to say, I trust Jesus, so my life belongs to him now, well, you'll gain eternal life. And if you are a Christian here today, so you've made that step saying, I'm letting go of this life to get the life that Jesus brings. It's still the same pattern. Maybe you're discovering it now. But we have to learn to um, dislike, to let go of the things that are holding us back from knowing God in this life now. So we can experience the resurrection power of Jesus day to day. That's what Easter Sunday reminds us, not just the historical fact that Jesus is alive, but if you want to walk knowing the power of God in your life, you have to be ready to let go of things that matter to you in this life now. Well, there's lots to think about there, and there's a chance for you to ask questions or make comments about what I've said in the live chat, which is to one side of me now. I can't remember which um, and you, you can do that now for a few minutes. The other thing you can do for a few minutes is you can put in things you'd like to pray for or you'd like us to pray for. And then we're going to ask people in their households, whether it's a big household full of people or whether it's a small household or just one or two, to look at the things that have been asked for for prayer and pray about them. You might want to video call someone else who's in the church family and pray for those things. But I want you to feel free to put your prayer requests there. And I also want you to know that when you do, um, there's a group of people in church life who will um, read those in the week and will pray through them, whatever you're concerned about. We're just going to take about five, maybe seven minutes. I'll play some music on my guitar and you can do that. Put in any questions you've got about what I've said or any uh, things you'd like to pray for. And pray together at home. Mm too close. We'll sing together.
1: In Christ alone my hope is found He is my life, my strength, my song His cornerstone Solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when striving ceases. My comforter, my all in all. Here in the valve of Alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless pain, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save. Till on that cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. For every death of Christ I live. There in the ground his body lay, light of the world by darkness lay, then bursting forth Just blood of No guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Christ. Can never pluck me from His hand till He returns or calls me home. Here in the power of Christ I
0: Let's pray together. We thank you, Heavenly Father, because of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. We can be sure that any prayers we've written, any prayers we've said, any we've just expressed inwardly to you, they can be heard by you. You can welcome us as a loving Heavenly Father because Jesus is alive. And so we're so grateful to be a part of this truth part of this plant that Jesus planted, one of the many uh, seeds that he's grown if we're trusting in him. We thank you for the hope that that gives us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's say the prayer we know as the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Just put down my guitar. Well, that is the end of our Easter Sunday service but just one more reminder of our verse that we've been looking at from John chapter 12, just so we can remember it as we go into our day. This is what Jesus said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. And Jesus has shown that's true by coming back to life and the fact that people like us have been gathering to worship him today. So thanks for joining us. We would love to stay in touch with you. And there's two ways you can do that. Um, In the chat section, that side or that side, there'll be a link to come and join us over the app Zoom to have coffee. And we'd love you to do that. And secondly, below um, uh, the video, in the profile for Christchurch Liverpool, there's a link you can click. And you can fill in contact details. And that doesn't commit you to anything, but it just means you'll get our regular emails. If you subscribe to this YouTube channel, then you'll always know when we put a new video up or when we're going live and we'd love you to watch again. Have a really happy Easter, and in these strange times, do enjoy the hope that Jesus the seed who's been buried in the ground is alive today and producing fruit. Thanks for joining us.